Hey, what's up, guys? Matt Scott here from the Last Off Flipper Show. I'm driving into work today. It's a Friday morning. It's a beautiful day and um, ready to close out the week strong. Um, yeah, I actually only work uh, Monday to Friday. Uh, a lot of people in my situation um, work work a lot more, and you know, I'm a workaholic to be honest. Um, I, I really love and you know what I do, and I typically only work uh, Monday to Friday from about eight to five thirty thereabouts. Um, you may not know it, but I'm a I'm a family man. I've got a, a wife and a, and a daughter, so it, it's really important to me to be able to spend you know, a good amount of time with my family uh, and you still, you know, spend enough time working to be able to, you know, build my businesses and grow them, uh, you know, year over year. Um, but yeah, so anyways, heading into work and I was thinking about a podcast that I recorded yesterday with uh, my good buddy, Daniel John. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, make sure you go back have a listen to that one. Dan's a great buddy of mine. We've been friends for years and there's, there's a ton of value in there. Um, I, I'm really hopeful that we get Dan on the show again in another episode later on down the track. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about uh, our stores and you know, one of the reasons why we may have been successful in our stores versus you know, some other people that we see within our market, within the Australian dropshipping industry that, you know, aren't necessarily, you know, successful yet with their stores. And I think one of the reasons that may be is it is the ability to pick up the phone and create relationships. Now, I might be wrong here, but I've never set up a business overseas, but what I what I tend to see is that some people overseas in, you know, the US market or the UK market or so on are able to set up relationships with suppliers much easier than we are here in Australia. And, and I think that comes down to a few reasons. So one of the reasons I believe is because, well, firstly, and unless you're in like a really um, saturated niche that, um, you know, that, that there's a lot of resale, uh, retailers and a lot of e-commerce stores um, selling those products, it's very likely that your supplier doesn't know what the term dropshipping means here in Australia. I know that's been the case for um, a lot of my suppliers. I've got over 50 suppliers between my stores and I would say probably about 80% of them. Um, I didn't even bring up the term dropshipping because it's just so foreign to them, right? Like most Australian suppliers, I their, their business is pretty much just supplying brick and mortar stores. There might be a few e-commerce stores that they sell to or brick and mortar stores that have like an e-commerce side of their business and you know and, and warehouse their products like that but most of the time within Australia our the suppliers here the manufacturers they they they're shipping their products in bulk. So when you call them up and say hey I want to drop ship your products they <laughs> they don't know what you're talking about. Um, so I think that is um, one, one of the reasons why there's, um, you know, it's a little bit harder here in Australia to, to get suppliers on board. And one of the other uh, main reasons is I think we are really big on relationships here in Australia. So just shooting an email or a text message or, you know, or uh, filling out a contact form on a website, in my opinion is you know is is never enough 
to get you a supplier, to land a supplier. And, and even if you do, you're never going to be able to be their best retailer. You're never going to be able to get the best rates purely because you just don't have a solid relationship with them. So I think here in the Australian business um, uh, you know, industry, and, and I think this of course applies all over the world, but it really uh, makes a difference when you're trying to land suppliers in Australia. Picking up the phone and actually creating relationships with people is, is super important. I'm actually on the um, on the other end of this at the moment in my business. I'm I've I've got my own brand of uh, brand of products. I've got my own um, uh, you know um, line. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to get those um, get that brand into these brick and mortar stores because well. We're, we're great at getting our products sold online. Like I sell my products through my e-commerce website. Um, I also sell it through my other sales channels like eBay. I've got my products on Catch. If you're not sure what Catch is, it's a it's a um, uh, like a marketplace website, uh, similar to Amazon in a way. Um, but they they do ten thousand plus orders per day, so they're pretty large in the Australian e-commerce industry. So my products are up on Catch now. So I've got e-commerce covered right like if someone searches online for my products there's a really good chance that um, they're going to find my brand they're going to purchase from my store or one of the connected sales channels but what I can't do with my product is I can't serve the customer I can't sell to the customer that walks in to their local store and wants to purchase one of my products you know I'm they're just not there unless they actually look online they're just not there and of course you know, Australia, we don't have that many people here. I think you know, twenty-something million people. But um, a, a lot of a lot of our a lot of our shoppers still are quite new to um, are still quite new to purchasing online, especially the older generation. Like my parents are getting better now, but it's only you know in the last few years that they've been actually confident to put their credit card details over the internet there's this um there's this stigma there's this thought in in their minds that you know there's there's someone on the other end just waiting for them to put their numbers in there so they can steal their number you know credit card details and and go on and, and go and purchase something you know um which uh you know sometimes does happen of course but it's it's very very rare it's increasingly rare now um as we as technology uh, advances so, so that's my mission at the moment. I'm trying this year to reach out to, uh, to retailers as a supplier to try and get them to agree to stock my products. And the, the principles are exactly the same. I'm still picking up the phone and I'm still every day you know, speaking to people and creating relationships. So it, it, it works both ways. And I think it works... Um, universally within the Australian business industry. So no matter if you're a, um, a brand new dropshipper trying to um, get, a, get a supplier on board or if you're like me and you are, you are a supplier, you've got your own brand of products, you've got your own line of products and you're trying to get retailers on board, it's still all about picking up the phone and creating relationships. And I think just going back to where we started, that's where I see a lot of new dropshippers, a lot of people just starting to get, you know, to 
within this uh, within the e-commerce industry, within the dropshipping industry, that's something that a lot of people struggle with. And to be honest, I I do sometimes too. I'm not I'm not um, the most confident person on the phone. I would much rather most of the time just shooting an email. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy jumping on the phone and chatting. Um, you know, some people are really good at it. They've got what they call the gift of the gab. They can come up with great responses. They can build rapport with people easily. For me, that's really hard. I've actually got to um, like psych myself up before a call. I've got to really think about it and um, and make sure I'm going to be you know saying the right thing. Make sure I've got information in front of me ready to. Uh, ready to answer questions if they might come um, from from potential retailers, or even when I'm getting supplies on board now for my e-commerce stores. You know, I've, I've make, got to make sure I research their business and I, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm asking for. So, the more you do it, the more you jump on the phone, the more you just bite the bullet and say, "All right, I'm just going to call." The worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say no. You know that the easier it gets it, it does get easier over time and you do get better at it over time like I know now that I can pick up the phone and um, you know it, I don't necessarily enjoy it but I don't ever get like butterflies in my stomach anymore no one's ever intimidating for me to call anymore and you know whatever they say you know I'm just going to give my best honest you know, answer to I think that's probably easier for me now because, you know, I've been doing this for years now. I've got experience. I've got answers to most questions. Um, I'm proud of the business that I've built. You know, I've got a physical location. I've got my own warehouse and so on. So, of course, for me, it's a lot easier to answer those questions, right? But I still remember, you know, back to the day when I was first starting in e-commerce, when I was first starting in dropshipping, how daunting it was to think, all right, if they ask me a question... And I don't know how to answer. What am I going to do? What am I going to say? Right? Like, if they say, "Well, how many years have you been doing this for?" or "Where are you based?" I'm, I'm not going to say, "Oh, I've just started and I'm based out of my home." <laughs> right? Um, but you know, of course, there there are ways around those questions. And you know, some people prefer to be completely honest. Some people prefer to avoid the question a little bit. It's completely up to you completely up to your style at the end of the day what you what you answer those questions with but just know at the end of the day if things don't work out the first time you can always call these people back you can always try again and I've I've been able to land many suppliers by you know just calling them back you know three months later six months later when I've had a bit more experience when I've got their competitors on board um, I'm talking now about my dropshipping businesses, right? When I'm trying to get supplies on board, you know, I've called them back and, you know, the tables have turned. Like I've been able to say, well, you know, we've got, um, we've got your uh, competitor, you know, XYZ and, and that's great. Like we're selling so many of their products. Our customers are really loving it, but our customers are also, you know, they're also asking us for your products too. And at the moment we can't sell them, you know, we can't sell your products to our customers uh, purely because, you know, we don't have you guys on board as a, as, as a as a brand of ours so I think you're losing out in, in a lot of in a lot of sales there would love to be giving you guys these sales but we have to always you know recommend your competitor instead because of course we don't have you guys there so you know little things like that they work 
um, sometimes, sometimes they don't work, but um, again, it's all about picking up the phone, building those relationships, and, um, and, and just, you know, continually making them stronger. And it's going to make you a, a better business person in the long run. You're going to get, you know, more experience, the more phone calls you, you make, the more relationships you build. Um, it's going to improve your store and, you know, and the success of your stores. So overall, it's a, you know, it, it's win-win everywhere. So pick up the phone, don't be afraid, get over those butterflies and, um, and yeah, get more success in your business. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I'm nearly at work now and ready to start my Friday. Have a great weekend, everyone, and um, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Lifestyle Flipper Show. Cheers.